Live from the meantime in Austin, Texas, this is the Sandlot Revolution Podcast. This is what a Rambler sounds like. Delicious sparkling water made with our limestone mineral blend. This is what a Rambler sounds like. Because Rambler is made here in the U.S. of A. Ramblers do it better. Visit RamblerSparklingWater.com to learn more. Hello, Sandlot fans. This week, Mike Yardi of the Carolina Kudzu hosts and interviews Tulsa Rumbler Corey Taylor. They met at the Sandlot Revival in North Carolina, bonded over their kids at the Field of Dreams, and are another great example of the community Sandlot Baseball creates. This is Sandlot. What's up? What's up? I just ordered some pizza and I'm grabbing a beer and we're going to do this. <laughs> nice. I should probably grab a beer too. Yeah, right? I mean, come on. All right. Hold on. Let me get a beer. How was the uh, weekend with the Ramblers? Oh, it was, it was great. They're like they're just a ton of fun. So they were they were really chill. We did some cool stuff. We had a big barbecue over at Derek's house. He smoked a bunch of meat. So after after the game on Saturday, we all just kind of hung out at his house and uh, ate and drank. Went out afterwards. So Very they cool. were they were pretty cool. Well, I think we're all set up here. Um... So, yeah, uh, we should probably just get into it. Um, sure. A couple of weeks ago, the the guys at the podcast at Sandlot Revolution reached out to me and they said, do you want to guest host an episode? You can interview whoever you want. And I probably thought about it for a minute and I knew exactly <laughs> who I wanted to interview. So, so yeah, so that's that's how this all came about. No, well, flattered that you that you chose me uh, for sure. Well, I mean, I've listened to all the episodes, and um, nobody has yet to talk about the uh, the Sandlot kids or the arts and crafts. So that's what <laughs> that's what this episode is going to be. Perfect. Um, that's what I that's what I bring to the table there. Yeah, everybody wants to hear about the pennants, you know, <laughs> the beautiful pennants that you make and bring to every game um it's such a cool thing but before we get into all that i thought we could touch on like um you know your background how we met and maybe talk about the revival a little bit um since we were both there recently yeah we can kind of run through some highlights of that um but yeah i wanted you to um tell the story of how we met so why don't you why don't you tell that story Oh man, that that's like one of my favorite stories. Um, so I'm at the at the revival two years ago, the kind of the first year that that um, it was hosted. The Rumblers got the the invite, and um, first off, super cool field. Durham Athletic Park is incredible, um, and you know I kept making the comment about how flat it is, and that should tell you what Lacey Park, you know, why why you get funky hops there. Um, but so I'm there and I'm having a great time. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm really social. I really like meeting new people. I'm sitting up in the stands with my teammates after one of our games and we're kind of just sitting there watching ball and, you know, I've heard all their jokes. Uh, so I just kind of stand up and I just start walking off and, and someone says, Hey, Taylor, where are you, where are you going? I say, I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna go make some friends. And I walk onto the field during the kudzu reaper game. And I just poke my head in the dugout and I look in and it's like the whole dugout like turns and looks at me. And I just say, Hey, I'm going to come root for you guys and hang out in your dugout and drink beer. And it was like dead silence. And I hear someone say coolers over there. There you go. And, and, uh, and I, and I, I walk in, I think that's when I first met you. Um, you guys started to come back. You started a rally started. And I think you, at one point you put your arm around me and they're like, you're like, you can't go anywhere. That's right. And I, and I said, I said, I'm not going anywhere. We're coming back and winning this thing. And, uh, and you got, you guys did, you came back and you won the game. And I, then I looked at you and I said, 
well, I'm shaking hands with everybody now. You got in the, and, yeah, you got in the good game line. <laughs> you got in the good game. You said you're damn right you are. So I jump in the in the good game line, and I, and I love it. One of my teammates took a picture because you guys had white jerseys on, and I'm wearing my black Rumblers right. uh, jersey, and so I'm like the the one black jersey out there high fiving everybody. So I I just I laugh. I laugh, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's where, that's where we first met. Uh, you know, I it, do was, the, it was pretty cool. I do the same thing when, um, I'm watching baseball, whether it's with friends or with family, if like, if the Yankees get into a rally, you know, everybody's got to stay where they're sitting. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's allowed to move, For can't sure. get up, no bathroom breaks. You got to stay right yeah. there. That's right. I, I'm totally <laughs> on board with that. Yeah. And then, um, I think we got to talking after the game too. And, and I learned a little bit more about, you know, the rumblers and you introduced me to Derek, I think, and, and some of the other guys on the team, but that, then that was it. And, you know, I heard months later that we were both going to be at the Sandlot Bash in Iowa at the Field of Dreams. And I think I reached out to you right away and I was like, are you going to bring your son? Yeah. And so like we both decided right then that we were both going to bring our our sons who are the same age out to yeah, Iowa. Yeah, it's like hey, yeah, you bring Julian, to, yeah, if you're bringing Julian, I'm bringing Harrison. Like That's let's right. let's do this. So Yeah, so we show up there. That was in October. So the revival was in April. Sandlot Bash at Field of Dreams was in October. And like right away, the kids just like hook up, start talking, start playing catch at the Field of Dreams. Yeah. It was like it was perfect. Yeah, no, it was great. I, I and I remember there were like hours that would go by. That like I, I haven't seen my son in two hours at this right. point. And then Harrison and Julian pop out of the cornfield and uh, and are running around just having the having the time of their lives. It was so cold. It was so cold. Yeah, and you the, you wouldn't know it from those two. They were they were all in on whatever was happening out there. It was it was pretty it was pretty special. Yeah, they were coming out of the corn with broken stalks and chucking cobs at each other. I'm still picking out uh, pieces of corn for my baseball bag. He just would jam ears of corn in there. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So that was, that was just such a memorable weekend and like the kids hitting it off was the icing on the cake. I mean, it was just, it was so cool. And, yeah. uh, you know, one of the things that is cool about Sandlot is, is the like relationships and the friendships that you make. It's like, for me, it's the best part. So, for sure. and it's not anything I ever expected to happen. You know, uh, we're, we're both on the same page there. I didn't, I didn't expect it. And it, like, you know, I tell people like, you know, this is crazy. Like I just showed up at a Sandlot Sunday cause I've met Brett Spears and uh, we talked baseball and he's like, you should come out. I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds fun. Like I'd love to, love to feel the ball again. And then next thing I know, like I have friends in North Carolina now, <laughs> but I'm like, what, like what, what just happened here? Yeah. So yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty special deal. Same thing. Like it's the more, the more I get into it, the, the less it is actually about baseball. Yeah. The first, the first year I played Sandlot ball, it was, I was having a blast just playing baseball and goofing around on the field and, and, you know, making plans with teammates and, and uh, it's it's evolved into something that's way more meaningful than that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I agree. I agree. Just like you said, the relationships and then uh, these teams that we have coming in town, you know, trying to trying to show them a good time when they come in and kind of represent to you know not only the Rumblers but Tulsa and kind of what we have going here is is a is a pretty cool deal. Yeah, we're 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 coming down there in August. I can't wait. Um, we didn't get to play you guys that first revival. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a chance we'd play you in Iowa. We didn't. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then this this latest revival we had back in April this year, um, I thought it was going to be the Rumblers, and it ended yeah. up being the Y'all Stars. So, <laughs> yeah, all these yeah. opportunities I thought we were going to get to play the Rumblers it hasn't happened yet. Well, so, we're just so we're just making that happen. Yeah, you better not change things up when we come down in August and like put a different team in front of us. No, no, everybody, <laughs> everybody here's fired up uh, for you guys coming in town, and we we definitely don't take it lightly. I mean, people are giving up their their weekends in a couple of days and traveling hot, halfway across the country. So 
um, that's pretty cool to us that, uh, there's, there's a group of guys willing to, willing to do that and get over here and that are truly excited about it. So, uh, we're, you're going to, you're going to get the full crew. Uh, I'm, I'm confident of that. Yeah. We were, we were doing some planning this week. Everybody's really stoked about it. And, um, yeah, we, we just, we're really looking forward to it. We, we haven't done a proper road trip as the kudzu yet. Um, a few of us went out with the NC pine stars to Iowa, um, with the, you know, with some of the reapers and the pickles. Um, but yeah, this will be our first proper road trip. So it'll that's, be cool. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Half, halfway across the country too. Yeah. Um, so what's crazy is, uh, you know, we've known each other since that first revival that was a little over a year ago. Uh, we've only really been in each other's physical presence, probably six or seven days total. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it's, you know, we're still like getting to know each other. Um, so let's like go all the way back to the beginning of your, uh, your baseball upbringing. It's like, when did you, when did you start playing baseball? Oh man. What was your introduction? Um, did you play T-ball? No, I didn't. My, my first organized, uh, baseball was actual kid pitch. So I, I can't, I, I forget what kind of grade that is, but, um, so like I come in as just like the new kid. Right. And so coach is like, okay, you're, we'll put you out in like left field and, um, you know, doesn't, doesn't know anything, but what, what he didn't know about me is ironically, I learned to play baseball playing sandlot ball out front of my house with all the neighborhood kids. And my, my dad, my dad, uh, always encouraged me. We always play catch and, uh, I'm the fourth of four boys. So I'm chasing older brothers around, um, just for some reason, just didn't like, just didn't play T-ball and coach pitch and all that stuff. And so come out, he shows me out in the outfield and, you know, there's a first game, there's a shot out there and, um, I just, I just catch it like it's nothing and like throw it in. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure my, my coach had a big whelp on the top of his head. Cause he like jumped up and hit his head on the dugout. And he was just <laughs> like, like, well, like what is going on here? Like, what is this? Uh, but yeah, that was just, that was just out front playing ball, uh, you know, throwing a tennis ball against the garage and building it for hours. And, uh, and that's kind of where the, the real love of the game. And then, and then, you know, getting into major league baseball, collecting baseball cards, yeah. um, really just took off took off from there um who was your favorite player when you were a kid like baseball card wise what was your well you'll 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 love this one knowing you're a yankees fan um but roger clemens was was my guy rocket yeah rocket so that you know you gotta you gotta put yourself in the time frame of like 86 87 yeah type of time frame when i'm really getting into it and that's when i mean he's he's coming up and he's just throwing heat um learned about you know green monster wade boggs dwight evans all those guys and then and then so i'm, I'm a red Sox fan for it but clemens is is that was that was my guy kind yeah. of, uh, as, as a kid did, so. did anybody else in your family your, your dad or your brothers root for the red Sox? um no i mean not 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 particularly no and, and where uh -huh. did you grow up I grew up in, in just outside of Oklahoma City in a town so you, called Midwest City. So you couldn't get him on TV either. No, nope, couldn't get him on TV. I mean, I'm the I'm the kid, and, and I'm you know, call me just like this weird kid, but I'm like look, staring at the box scores in the newspaper every morning, and yeah. like who's who's leading in the the batting title and home run title and all that. That's kind of how I how I grew up, and then you had the game of the week, and man, if it was the Red Sox, I'm I'm glued to it. Sure. Um, yeah, I still have uh, uh, 1986 World Series etched in my brain as as a kid. Like that's when I'm you know first there, first taste into the World Series, and then and then we all know how that ended. Jo Josh Camp likes to remind me how the Mets walked away with that one. That so. was that's the first World Series I remember watching as a kid. Um, yep, I remember the Daryl Strawberry home run, which I think was Game Six, right? Yep. Um, I I just remember watching that replay. And thinking how cool that was, uh, I wasn't even a, like a hard, hardcore Yankees fan at the time. I was too young to be, you know. Sure. I knew I knew that my dad liked the Yankees. Yeah. Um, and I knew he was pissed that the Red Sox were in the World Series. That's what I knew. <laughs> That's all I knew at that age. Um, 
But that, that's crazy. That's the first World Series I remember watching on TV. Yeah, no, it was it was a good one. It was a, it was a great one until it wasn't. Right. So. Yeah. I um. Well, I mean, where's the Yankees Red Sox rivalry has had so many ups and downs and twists and turns since uh, yeah. since that one. So, oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, we don't need to go into any of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's for another episode. We'll 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 handle it there. Uh, it's probably a good time to mention, though, that the um, one of the the funniest things to happen at the revival this year was our our boys running around in their Yankees and Red Sox jerseys together. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. <laughs> and you know what? Like, I don't. I threw that david ortiz jersey in the luggage for him at the last minute i don't i don't think i knew or if i did i definitely i didn't even remember that you guys were yankees fans i kind of just tossed it in there and i'm like hey if we're just like running around somewhere if you want to put this on i'm just going to put this in here and yeah then I, and then i see i see julian i see julian like rolling out in his jeter jersey and i was like oh harrison yeah get up here like yeah. you got you got you got to wear this that was that the was best. Calm. that was comedy yeah. yeah it was the best um yeah i will have to make sure we pack that jeter jersey when we come to oklahoma <laughs> that's fine i'll, I'll accept it, I'll accept it. <laughs> so um so you you got you got into baseball uh at probably eight let's call it i don't know what 10 age 10 you said probably it's like probably it's just started yeah that's probably that's probably about right yeah did you so how far did you take that? What did you play in school ball or? Yeah, I played, I played school ball, um, for my elementary and, and it was, it was really interesting. Like starting late, like weren't, we weren't connected with any of the travel ball, all that stuff. And so after that first year, like I, like I really kind of took off and I was playing and I, but I, I didn't quite understand you know, some of my buddies in school that I, I know I'm like way better than them. They're getting asked to play in all these travel ball teams. And I'm just like, dad, like what's going on? Like, uh-huh. this is like, this is weird, like no big deal. But I mean, this is a little weird. Right. And, um, I got to give it to my dad. He was great. So he try he, he goes, he gets connected with the whole scene and figures it out. And, um, and then he approaches me one day and he's like, Hey, um, I got to call, coach from the Cardinals called. That was like the big team. Everyone wanted to be on. He's like, Hey, the coach from the Cardinals called and, um, he wants you to play on the team. I was like, Oh, wow. I was like, I was like, okay. And, uh, and you know, we're mid season with my school team. And I asked him, I'm like, Hey, so, I mean, do I get to play with the Barnes blue Jays too? Right. And he's like, no, 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 no. You're going to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to stop that team. Like you got in with, with Cardinals and, you know, I thought about it for about 10 seconds and I was like, Hey dad, I, I, I appreciate that. But I think, I think you need to call him and tell him thanks, but no thanks. Like I'm not, I, I, and it was, I was, it was totally sincere. I was like, I'm not, these are my teammates. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not leaving them, you know, like maybe, maybe next year or something, but I'm not, I'm not leaving these guys. And I, my dad was like speechless, but it like, you know, later on in life, he was like, that was one of the coolest things that, uh, that you could have done as a kid um, yeah. to see you put those, put those pieces together and say, no, these are the guys that are on my team. I'm not, I'm not just abandoning them uh, because, because this other team, you know, wants me to come play. So, yeah. um, so that's, you know, that's elementary uh, junior, junior high. I would say, I would say like elementary ball in little league, I was like really good. And then I got to junior high and everyone just started growing and I didn't mm-hmm. And like, I was not very good in junior high. And then, um, and then, uh, made it, made it come back in, in high school ball and, uh, senior year played center field on, on a really good high school team. And I got, I got some random letters from really small Juco colleges, like, yeah in Ohio or something like way, you know, schools like way far away. They had no idea what they were. And, uh, and was like, you know, I don't think I'm going to be the next Brett Butler. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think, I, I think I need to, I think I kind of need to hang them up. Uh, and, you know, went to Oklahoma state and, um, and, and so that was, that kind of ended what I thought ended my baseball career at that point, but always, always missed it. Um, worked in the athletic department at, um, 
at OSU and cool. would, would work, would work some of the baseball games. And I'm just, I would go early. I would watch them take field and I would just be like drooling like, man, I just wish I was out on that field. Yeah. So, so okay. So you stopped playing after high school. Um, was, was there anything in between high school ball and Sandlot? Did you play like softball leagues or anything like that? I played a little, uh, a little, kind of beer league softball co-ed softball kind of um right after right after college um and then ironically um playing shortstop in one game and i try to make some you'll love this i'll try to make some Derek beater like play in the hole, in the hole. Yeah. Jump, jump jump throw to first because i think i'm that good right and yeah. uh and i and i land land and just twist my ankle and tear ligaments in my ankle and I'm on crutches and I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? What, why am I doing this for softball? Like, right. do I even like it? Do I even like it that much? Like, what am I doing? <laughs> so that injury shoved me out of, uh, any sort of ball for, yeah. for a long period of time there. So how, how did you come about meeting Brett and getting invited to play? So, um, so here, here in Tulsa, um, so I have four boys. Um, one of my twins that I have, uh, was real good friends with his daughter. They were in school together. Uh, we were at a, we were at a get together, um, that they were both at and, and, uh, parents invited and stuff. And so I wanted, and so I wanted to meet him cause I knew, I knew Hudson was really good, uh, buddies with his daughter, Mary Grace. And, uh, we just get to talking and, I mean, if you know Brett, like you're going to cover a large amount of ground in a short amount of time. Right. And baseball comes up. And then the fact that he plays baseball comes up and I'm like, Oh, like, you know, like everyone, like, Oh, like you play softball. And he's like, no, 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 I play baseball. Okay. Like what, like, like, you know, tell me more about this. And then, so he tells you a little bit more, gets you excited. Oh, well, we do Sandlot Sundays. You should come out. You should come out. Like just, you don't need anything. Just like bring a glove. Yeah. And, and show up and, uh, and we'll play and it'll, it'll be a great time. And like, he was like spot on, you know, I show up and I get a ground ball fired at me and I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I knew it, I knew I missed it, but I had no idea how much I missed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so that's, so that's, that's the, that's how that's, that's what started kind of this, this whole thing. And then getting to know Brett and all the guys has been super special. Yeah, the everybody I've met from the the Rumblers team and even some of the other Tulsa teams have been awesome guys and um yeah, we we just had we had an awesome time hanging out with them and and uh in the revival this year the crew you guys brought was was what? Some of the Breeze, some of the uh who else? Who else was uh, well, on the team? I, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to think, I think it was primarily breeze. Um, I don't, I don't think any of the gestures made, right. uh, made it out, uh, as a part of that team. So I want to say it was primarily rumblers and breeze. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, you guys came out expecting to play on Saturday and Sunday. And then that rainstorm came in and pushed your Saturday game to Sunday morning. So you guys really, you powered through and played a doubleheader on Sunday, but it was a, uh, it was a, a bookend, a, a bookend big, doubleheader, a big split doubleheader, big right? split. So, there's, so yeah, maybe, there was supposed to be three games on Friday, four on Saturday, three on Sunday. But with the rain we had on Saturday, we ended up doing three games on Saturday, which pushed yeah, pushed four to Sunday. So you guys played in the morning against us, and then you sat through two games and then played the evening game against the Durham dirtbags, which was yes. asking a lot of you guys, but you did it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's rough on some old guys like yeah. me, but, uh, but yeah, just a great experience. Like nonetheless, it was, it was, it was great. What did you think about the revival versus this year versus the first year? Um, uh, you know, like, like different, like I, I would say like, um, just for me, like kind of special in different ways. Right. Um, it was going to be tough to duplicate last year. Um, but completely different experience that, um, that I would say in, in different ways was unmatched to the first year. Yeah. Um, The first year, I think we just didn't know what we were expecting. You know, we had this, we had this beautiful field and old 
stadium, old historic stadium to play in. And, and I think everybody was just kind of like overwhelmed by all that because it it was so cool. And then I I feel like um, Tyler and everybody that pitched in from the collective really like utilize a lot of the stadium this year to make it extra special, you know? Yeah. Cause we had the PA, we had the organ and the music and, and all the merchandise booths set up and the, the, the screen printing t-shirts and the card vendors. Like it was just, it was a big thing and it was really well organized and, and we had so much more help this year putting it together. Yeah. So yeah, and just everything, everything was kind of taken up a notch. Right. Right. So yeah, because everyone kind of knew what they were, knew what to expect a little bit more and how they would try to make it a little more special. I mean, you guys show up with, uh, kudzu show up with ice cream helmets and there's like <laughs> ice cream sundaes for everyone. I'm just like, I got, I have those sitting around here. They're, they're right over here. I have a, I have a small collection from when I was a kid. And so those, those are going, those are going in that collection. Yeah, those, right were, there, but. those were a big hit. Um, we, d- we ended up doing it again for mother's day. Uh, they, they did pink ones for mother's day with the, was- with the Carolina Sandlot collective logo on it. No, fantastic. And we and fantastic. we learned a lesson. We got more ice cream for, for Mother's Day. <laughs> I think we had two gallons for the revival, which was not nearly enough. And then uh we went through three gallons in about fifteen minutes on Mother's Day. So Yeah, don't don't run out of ice cream on Mother's Day. Like like you gotta do that one right. Yeah, so I guess we gotta get four or five gallons next time we do that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, but no, just it's just like little like creative things like that um that uh, i think are are super cool um i think the the sandlot community is really a really creative uh fun giving uh community and it you know you just kind of you take what you did last year and add a little more to it and a little bit more and uh you end up with stuff like that which adds to the overall experience for everybody and and uh and is pretty cool well, you you showed up to the first revival and you brought a pennant for each team you played, which was um, the Reapers and the Pickles. And I thought that was such a cool gesture, and and it's like a cool throwback, you know, handmade felt pennant with their logo on it, and yeah. you like go over and shake their hand and present it to them and take a picture, and I just thought it was so cool, and then. And then this year you show up with one for every team and there's 10 teams there and you got, you're stringing them up on the, uh, the net behind the dugout. And, and it's just like this, such a cool presentation, you know? Yeah. Um, how did, how did this all start with the pennants? Like when did you, when did you make your first pennant? So golly, mate. (laughs) Uh, first off, it's really goofy. So, um, in, in interest, I'm like the last guy that I think, uh, should have like my own Pinterest site, yeah, but I, or Etsy, but I've had people go, you need to have your own Etsy site for these. I'm like, I, yeah, I don't know how I'm here. To be honest with you. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm, I'm kind of a do it yourselfer. um, you know, if the kids have, uh, a science project or a big presentation or something to do. Like I'm all in, like I'm the guy I do that. Um, I love it. Uh, I, I, and years ago, it's probably, it probably has to be like 10 years ago. Um, it, it was probably nine to 10 years ago because Harrison's 10 now, but, um, I saw something online. I think it was, I, I saw this thing, um, that Paul Lucas does a uni watch. Like you should go, you should go check out Paul Lucas. Absolutely incredible. Chronicles, all kinds of uniforms, but he did, he did this, uh, this page one time on guys that would make their own hockey uniforms and some of them just elaborate in absolutely spot on detail and incredible. And so I kind of took some pieces of that and I was like, Hey, I think I could, I think I could do something similar. I wanted to make pennants for my four boys to hang up in their room. So, you know, when you have four boys, you're not making it out of the house much. So you get some, you get some goofy hobbies maybe. And, uh, so I made pennants with their names on them to hang in the room and, um, did it. It was cool. And I hadn't touched it ever again. Um, then I, you know, fast forward 
you know, nine years, I, I start playing Sand. I come start coming out to Sandlot Sundays. I'm talking to Josh Camp uh, after one of them, and he's wearing this zip up hoodie with the Rumblers logo on it. And he's talking to me, and I'm just like staring at this Rumblers logo, and I just stop him. Uh, and I was like, hey, did you make that? And he's just like, yeah. He's like super proud and puffs his chest out. He's like, yeah, I did. And it just like clicked. I was like, I was like, oh, I just like I just need like some logos, and I can do this. So, so sometime over that week, maybe maybe over a couple of weeks, I made a Rumblers pendant, and um, and I brought it to him, and I was like, hey, this might seem kind of goofy, but I was just kind of seeing if I could do this, yeah. and I made this, I made this, and he was just like looking at me like. Like what is going on right now? Like you, like you did this. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I can't explain <laughs> it, but I did. And, and he was Just like, happened. dude, this is, yeah. He's like, this is totally rad. And then, you know, I got Jake Cornwell, like, dude, that's pretty cool. Like, could you make me one of those? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. So make Jake one, like Brett has one. Um, then I, so, you know, just started clicking. Then we're, then we're going to go to the first revival, um, I had started seeing some of the team, the Reapers and the Pickles and others kind of on social media, on Instagram. Yeah. And, um, you know, I got my hands on their logos and I was like, eh, I'm, I'm going to see if I can just do this, just kind of messing around. And then it clicked and I was like, Hey, I should, I should bring these to the game and give them to them. I think that'd be, I think that'd be a cool gesture. So when and you so, made, when you made those pennants, you hadn't planned on giving them? to them well i i mean not necessarily like i was just trying to see like you know making like i hadn't even gone to pennant form oh i kind of just did i kind of just did the pickles p and okay. then i got it i got enamored with uh the reapers logo like wow like such a cool logo yeah. like in so many ways the, the um, r with the, the sickle or whatever you call that yeah and yeah. like and then Har- harrison goes that r is really goofy looking dad and i go that's because it's a casket and his, you just saw his mind just melt. Yeah. He was like, "Oh my gosh!" Right. So, so super cool. Um, so the, I, I do that, and because at the time I was like, I don't even know that I can do the, all the letters and everything. Like, I, I don't know if I can actually. The stuff that I'd done in the past was kind of bigger. Like, the bigger it is, the easier it is to do. You start getting into the fine detail, and it gets really hard. Um, so I kind of pieced it together in time, uh, and I was like, "Hey, Brett, like." What do you what do you think like if I like I made these like do you think it'd be cool if I gave them to the other team like when we're there like when we play them and he's like dude he goes I think that would be really awesome if you did that yeah so so I was like okay was like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna do that so so that's that's how it that's how it started and um has kind of that's crazy off so I didn't, yeah I didn't realize that was the pickles and the reapers besides you know making them for the rumblers um that was the first. First te- two teams you made them for? That's it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yep. See, I just assumed that I was like, oh, this is what this guy does. He just shows up to the <laughs> game and he gives the other team a gift. And that's cool. That's such a cool thing, you know? But I, yeah. I didn't realize I was witnessing the, the birth of that. That's you know, You, that's you witnessed the birth. You witnessed the birth. And, you know, it, it, everybody was so cool about it and thought it was really awesome gift. And so it's kind of just, it's kind of gone from there. And then, and even like this year's revival, you mentioned, like I I made one for all the teams. I I didn't start off with that intent. Like, like I love, I love logos. I love looking at logos, old logos, like uh, all that. And there's just some really, really cool logos in Sandlot baseball. And so I kind of made a couple and then, you know, I, I, I made, uh, you made you a kudzu one actually when, yeah. uh, so when you, you came to Iowa, I wanted to, I wanted to give that to you right. uh, for bring for bringing Julian and reaching out. Um, but I start kind of piecing them together and I'm like, well, I got like five of five of the teams and you know, these others are pretty cool. So then next thing, you know, I have like seven, I was like, well, I might as well, I might as well just make one for every team. At this point, you know, that was my way of kind of taking the revival up a notch, maybe. And do, do you uh, have any idea how long it took you to do all 10? Oh, man. Like, no. I think you made more no. than 10, though. You made one for every team, but there was some extra extras the, there. there. I made one for every team. Well, man, one of the cool ones. Like, so I, I get done with the 10. I take some pictures and I sent I sent a picture to Tyler. 
and it was like, Hey, like I did this <laughs> and he was, he was just like, Oh my gosh, that's incredible. Like I, you're crazy. I can't believe you did this. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on giving them to all the teams. And he's just like lost his mind. He thought it was so cool. Uh, and then, um, he, you know, I don't know if there's him or, or, or I kind of came up with, Hey, we should like hang them up. Right. And so, so everyone can kind of see them. And I was like, yeah, okay, that, that's I'll work on something that we can do there. And then, uh, like a day later, so I'm, I'm set to fly to Durham in like, I don't know, like three, three days, four days. And he said, Hey, the, um, so the, the Hellbirds were several Hellbirds members were going to be playing with the, the West Philly waste. And they said, Hey, you know, he said, Hey, you know, they just had, uh, a guy pass away unexpectedly. Um, yeah. slam chess. Yeah. You know, is there, he said, Hey, is there any way that you could make one, you know, make, make one with their logo that says slam chess or something like that to, to kind of present to them. And I was just like, immediately like, like, yeah, I, I mean, let me look for their logo. I don't know if I can pull it off, but let me see. And, um, I, I think I stayed up pretty late that night, like working on it. I was like, okay, this is like super cool. I got to do this. Um, That's... and that one was, that was super, that was super emotional because then I get there and I'm like, Hey, I have this, I don't know what you want me to do with it. And he's like, well, I want you to present it to, to them. Oh boy. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm like, okay. And you know, it was, it was super emotional. It was super special. Cause you know, we lost a teammate, uh, this year as well, uh, Tory Brown. And so that, you know, that's been, that's been pretty emotional for everybody and hits home. And then, you know, I present this to him and, you know, I just kind of said, Hey, feel your pain. We lost it. We lost a teammate this year as well. You know, I, I, uh, I want, I made this for you guys. Hopefully, you know, it's a token of, uh, of, uh, of appreciation for like what you guys are going through and him as a person and present to him. And then I'm in the middle of this giant, sweaty smelly group hug like everyone everyone's crying like i'm crying i'm like oh my gosh like what is happening right now um but but you know super super cool and i mean i'm really glad you know tyler asked me to do that um i thought that was i thought that was pretty special yeah there was a lot of uh a lot of cool tributes to him at the revival and that being one of them for sure i think there was a there was a mural that was uh, you know, hand painted, put up behind home plate. Yeah, there was, that was a, incredible. There was an altar set up that our our, our good buddy Brian had built it. Yep. His he put his number on a plaque and hung it up there and lit some candles and incense. And yeah, uh, it was it was cool. It was uh, very yep. special. Um, what what is the do you, do you know what the hardest, most difficult, or most challenging pennant has been to make? Um, like, is yeah, it a complicated so, logo or? Yeah. So, so it's a complicated logo. I think, I think I was, well, so it's, I'll, I'll toss out two now. Um, the, uh, parakeets. Okay. So, so I, ma- I made one, I like, I messed my elbow up. Uh, I tore a ligament in my elbow and I did, I didn't get to play them last year when the team went to Mississippi. Um, but I made a pennant for them. I love their logo. Again, super creative, super cool. I made one with the, you know, the skull, parakeet um you know it said keats on it um and that that one wasn't the most difficult but they have like an alternate logo where the bird is actually like has his leg hike and he's swinging a bat oh cool and i've and i've seen that i've seen that logo uh forever and um i was like i want to do that i want to do that like i give these all away and i'm like i'm doing one for me i'm going to challenge myself to see if i can even pull this off and it took a really long time to do. Yeah, but it came it came out awesome. It's their logo that says uh, Los Pericos uh-huh. on it, yeah. and um, that one was the most difficult. And then I would say I I think I showed you right before this. I showed you the one we got the we have the Milwaukee Bangers coming into town, and their logo, uh, the face of the the Bangers uh, logo is awesome. And there's a lot of detail on there. Yeah. Um, I'm finishing that one up right now. And that one, that one was pretty challenging. Like I said, the finer, the finer you get felt just wants to tear and shred and uh, doesn't want to cooperate with you. So when you have the little fine details, it it gets pretty difficult, but this I'm, I'm super pumped to give this one out this weekend. And I have got to find some time to make myself one of these because (laughs) it's, it's, it's super cool. That's pretty cool. When you, you make one and you're like, well, I need one for my collection too. Yeah. 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 
I, I have a few. My boys put in some requests from time to time. Yeah. So I, I have a I have a Red Sox one, and then lived in Pittsburgh for five years, so I have a Pirates one. And one of one of my boys is a Chiefs fan, so I made him a Chiefs one. Um, Crossing over. I, I do okay. have. I, I, football uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, football pendants and stuff. But um, the Sandlot ones are are super special and super creative. And so I, I have a couple of those stashed away for myself, but like only like two. The rest of them, like they're yeah. they're out in the universe somewhere. That's really so. cool. It's a it's a cool way uh, to to leave a legacy of felt pendants <laughs> scattered yeah, across right. the country. Um, right. What did what what did you have on your wall when you were a kid? Did you have a Red Sox pennant or a Oh yeah. Oh man. I think my parents hated me. I, yeah, I had pennants. I had posters. Um, it, I starting lineup, uh, I, I would keep them like in the package and I would just, I would just tack them to my wall and just like, yeah, just hang them up. Um, you know, one of my favorites, like Bo Jackson, um, where he has the shoulder pads on, but he's got the baseball bat across them. Um, Absolutely incredible, Roger Clemens, like you, you name it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely had a Yankees pennant growing up, and a Syracuse orange. Or, they were the orange men at the time. Yeah. Now they're just the orange. Uh, but yeah, I definitely had had those two on my wall when I was a kid. Um, and now I have yours. I have a, I have a beautiful kudzu pennant and a uh, wombats Wake Forest wombats pennant. Oh, the wombats one was was super fun to make. The set the second that I saw you guys post uh post that you're starting that team and with that logo, uh, I was like, I I'm making I'm making one of those for yeah, sure. And yeah. then and then as I got into it and talked to you a little bit more and knew that you kind of started started that up and helped them get up off the ground and everything, uh, I was like, Well, I know where this one's going. Yeah. So I got those two side by side in my uh in my garage with all my other baseball stuff. It's very cool. We got an appearance from Harrison. I see him yeah. in the background there. Yeah, we have, we have him in the background saying hi, wondering what I'm doing and why I'm not eating pizza. But I know why. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Harrison? Am I on the podcast? Yeah, he, uh, you're on the podcast. Hey. Mike, Mike, says, Mike says hi. Hi, Mike. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> We're coming hey, to see good. you. I got Julian hey. all packed up, ready to go. Good. Julian's ready to go. They bought their t- their plane tickets. Ready to go? Okay. See you in like two days. Uh, two months. Maybe a little but longer than two days. Yeah, two yeah, months. Couple months. Yeah, couple months. You already bought the tickets. Yeah, yeah. You got you got to get your tickets early, man. Prices keep that, going I, up. That, I know that just shows you where I'm at. I'm I'm a run behind. So yep. you guys, you guys, you guys are on it. It's the continuation of the uh, Sandlot Exchange uh, host family program. Yeah. Um. We uh yeah. We we had you come stay with us this year for the revival, which was awesome because you know we we barely know each other, and I'm like, you want to you want to come stay with us? Like you're bringing Harrison, him and Julian can hang out, do a sleepover. Yeah. Uh, had no yeah. idea it was going to turn into them, you know, running around in their Red Sox, Yankees, <laughs> Poppy and Jeter jerseys. <laughs> For sure, it, it was now. It was super cool for for you to ask, and um, and just with you guys offering, I'm like, oh, like we like we have to do this. Like, yeah. like I know, and I know we don't know him all that well, but like we have to do this. Um, I think it, I mean Harrison had a complete blast with Julian, and and like I said, they hit it off, and he talks about Iowa all the time. I'm like, okay, we're doing this. Hopefully we don't make complete jerks out of ourselves, and, um, yeah. and we'll, 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 we'll go from here. <laughs> I mean, they're really, they're the reason why we connected is because, you know, I, I was like, you know, I bring my son out to Sandlot Saturdays and you were like, yeah, I bring Harrison out to Sandlot Sundays. And yeah, I was like, do you, does anybody else bring their kids out? Um, you know, I mean, not all that much, not all that much, but I think they're kind of, I think they're kind of starting to a little bit more. Um, not that, not, I don't, I don't think it was ever like discouraged. Like I brought him out, I brought Harrison out and I was like, Hey, you know, I want you to come out. Like, I just like him being around baseball. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah totally. And, um, you know, I mean, for God's sake, as many times as I, as I, if I've told him fundamentals and how to do things, like, 
it's one thing to sit there and kind of tell your kid, but now if he's watching me on the field and I have to do those things, um, you know, I think it's much more impactful. And so I wanted to bring him out. He was chomping at the bit to come out after I went out a few times and I bring him out and I'm like, okay, Hey, like, you're not going to get to play. I'll hit your ground balls on the side. We'll play catch. Um, that sort of thing. And so I bring him out and the guys are super nice to him. And, you know, we're halfway through the game and then out of nowhere, you know, Josh, Josh camp, uh, bless his heart. He looks over at Harrison and he goes, Hey, are you, are you going to bat or not? Get in there, and, kid. Oh yeah. And you just, you just see him and he's just like, he's beside himself looking around and goes and grabs his batting helmet and puts it on. And next thing you know, he's, he's batting and, then they're like, you know, hey, get out in the field with your dad. Go play left field with your dad. And uh, and he had he had an absolute blast. And um, the the Tulsa community here has been really great. The the Rumblers, you know, have been absolutely amazing to him. I take him on a bunch of road trips, um, and you know, he's he's one of the guys. They, funny story: this couple of weekends ago, we're in Dallas, and uh, one of the, one of the other teams they're coaching third base, and and. Uh, I'm, I'm on the bench with, with one of our teammates, Greg, and, and the, we're talking to the third base coach and he cut, like, I think she cussed or something. And she looks, she's like, Oh, sorry. And Greg just didn't even, didn't even blink. He goes, Oh, Harrison's just part of the team. Like, don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, they've kind of embraced him and, and, uh, and, and they, they put up with me and him running around acting like dorks. So yeah. it's been pretty special, pretty special. Yeah. We, we've had, We've had a few more people bring their kids out, um, not really play on the field, but, uh, you know, it's, it's cool. It, ne- it needs to happen more often. I, and just for the same reason you said, like, they need to see us out there having fun and being kids and, and goofing off and, and like, you know, set an example of like, this is how you have a good time, you know? Yeah. And, and you know what I think's like really important is like in, in some weird way, like seeing us fail. Right. And that it's okay. Right. There's like, a, I'm always telling the little leaguers that I coach like, Hey, next play, don't worry about it. Next right. play. Shake it off. And it, it is a game of failure. And for kids to kind of see that and then know that, Hey, look, I just made an error. I put it behind me and I made the next play. Like, you know, just kind of get that in your head where like, I feel like kids feel like they have to be perfect. Um, out on the field and it's like it's like now it's a game of failure it's how you respond to that so i think there's a lot of lessons there um always have but it's you know hitting home with my my last ball player in the in the household here yeah that's that's a that's gonna be a a tough road for you to to go down the last one you know um yeah yeah, i i think it's i think it's important for other reasons too you know, when I was a kid, my parents brought me to their co-ed softball games and my mom was the catcher and my dad played outfield and, uh, they both kind of ran the team together. Um, and they were always having parties with their teams at the house and, you know, keggers and pool parties. And, uh, I got to know like the whole team and, and I, I, there was, there was a point where I was keeping score for them too. I was sitting on the bench with the scorebook and that's where I learned, that's where I learned how to keep score. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we spent so much time taking our kids to baseball practices and games and I just want to, you know, flip the script on them and be like, all right, now it's your turn to come, come support us. You know, this is what I did when I was a kid and, and it's important, you know, it's not, it's not always about you and your games. It's, it's, uh, you know, come support us. And plus you can see that like we can be kids too. We can have fun playing baseball. And, and, you know, when I was a kid, I thought, you know, once school, once school ball was over, that was it. It's like, okay, no more baseball, you know? And, and now I feel like I want to just grab every kid I see and tell them like, you can just go find eight other friends and go to a baseball field and just play a game, you know? Yeah. Um, because like I didn't, lot, when, I didn't do that from when we were a kid. Yeah, you uh, did Sandlot. I didn't yeah. do Sandlot. But I mean, I feel like that's like I, next to impossible these days. It uh, does. It feels that way. Um, if, to me, it feels like Sandlot is this. Uh, it's this thing that kids used to do in like the fifties and sixties. You know. Yeah. Like the movie and 
And it's like this toy that they don't play with anymore. And now they don't even know, they don't even know how to play with it. So we picked it up as adults and we're like, we know what to do with this. Yeah. We know how to have fun. And, uh, and now it's, now I just want to like reteach all the kids how to do Sandlot so that, so that it can keep going. Cause if it's just us, if we just keep like, if 10 years from now, it's still just the old, the old men and women playing Sandlot baseball. It's like, it's going to come to an end. So we're going to have to teach the kids how to do it, you know? (laughs) Totally. Totally. And, you know, and I'm, I'm fascinated by, um, you know, the number of people that I talk to that play that like never played organized ball before. Um, and they're out there and I'm just like, man, is there a cooler story than that? Right. You, you never played organized baseball and then, you know, decades later, you you scratch this itch of getting out and, and playing. Um, you know, the 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 Austin Dragger, awesome. Uh, Mel Coldfield, like, love her to death. She is yeah. awesome to hang out with. And you talk to her, and she's like, I never played organized sports of any kind. Right. And she's like, this has just been truly amazing. Like, like I am part of a team. And, like, stories like that, I'm just like, oh, my gosh, like, Yes. Like, yes, I want, I want more of that. Like totally cool. I had that conversation with her in Durham after our game where I was catching and I was watching her hit and I couldn't believe it. I go, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. She, she, she's a good hitter. She can hit. And like, she never, she never played before this. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's amazing. And I, and I think it takes, you know, it takes a lot to um, kind of put yourself out there and, and, you know, show up to a Sandlot Sunday and not know anybody. And, you know, I mean, there's, there's a, there's a lot there for someone to kind of overcome to go and do that. So, I mean, it just like, you know, makes it even more special just to watch uh, Sandlot grow across the nation. Yeah, I think that is it is one of the hardest things. It's funny the um getting people convincing people to come out just even for like a pickup or a, a practice whatever you want to call it. That's that's a difficult thing to convince somebody to do. I feel like yeah. I feel like my crappy batting average is better than my my average for getting people to come out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, I, I feel like for every maybe 10 people I tell, maybe one person comes out. Sure. Um, you know. Sure. But I mean, but, but again, every, that but everybody one, that comes that out loves person, it. Yeah. Yeah. If that one person gets out there, I mean, there's, it's, you know, I try to tell people, like, oh, you play in like a men's league. And I'm like, well, I mean, not really. They're like, oh, so it's just like a beer league. I'm like, well, I mean, I think it's a little more serious than a beer league. Um. But it's just this unique mix of, you know, like competitive, everybody out there, they want to strike you out. You want to hit off of them. They're trying to get you out. But at the end of the day, you make an error or you strike out or you get a hit. Like, you know, doesn't matter. You're going to high five at the end and have a beer and have a good time. And so it's just this mix of I'm really competitive, but I don't care. Right. Um, That's funny. I was going to ask you how you feel about strikeouts in Sandlot because that, you know, that comes up a lot at the home plate meeting before the game. Um, You know, whether or not you're going to do called strikes or swinging strikes or have strikeouts at all, you know. Um, What's what's your stance on strikeouts? How do you like to play? Like, like personally, like, I I like strikeouts. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's that's kind of play the game. We can be kind of lax in some other areas. Um, but, but I think, you know, I like, I like the three strikes and you're out and kind of some of those traditional roles like that. Yeah. Like I said, like I said, we can kind of be lax in some other areas. Um, man, uh, really, a really fun, uh, twist. We haven't done this before, but this weekend with the Ramblers, there was a play at first and it was close and the runner thought they were safe. And the, the first baseman, you know, Dan says, no, you were out. And we even had an ump that said out. But they said, challenge. And we're like, oh, okay, what does that mean? Is there a flag? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I was like, challenge, like, what are we doing? And uh, they had a shotgun challenge. It was a shotgun challenge. So Dan Dan and the runner, might have been John, I forget his name. Um, They they chugged, they shotgunned a beer. 
and whoever won got the call. And so Dan, Dan wins shotguns, the bear slams it down. And like, it was an out. Sweet. So it was pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm here for, I'm here for rules like that. That works. But yeah, I think strikeouts, um, I'm supportive of, of strikeouts. Yeah, me too. You know? Me too. I, I like, I like all the good and the bad and the ugly. I think it's all, it all makes for a, a complete, um, baseball game, you know, yep. you know, if you're going to have some, some doubles and triples, maybe even a home run, you got to take some strikeouts with it too. You know, that's right. Um, that is right. But you know, there's, that's, that's the cool thing about Sandlot is you can all just kind of agree on something before the game and, and then, yeah. uh, and then that's it, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And I think that's, I think that's, what's kind of unique is, um, you agree to it and just say, Hey, we're here for fun. And this is how we want to do it. If, you know, I've seen it, I've seen it turn into a negotiation up there and that, that works too. <laughs> you, you get to the, you get to the bottom of it and you move forward. So, um, I think it's fun. So, uh, so back to the kids for a minute, you, um, you said, you said some people are starting to bring kids out. I think we, I think we need to, we need to push for more, more kids to come out to Sandlot. Um, yeah. Julian's sister is, uh, she said to me last night, she's starting a Sandlot team. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I will. Hey, make a cool logo. I'm making a pennant for her. I'll I'll let her know. I'll let her know. She, um, (laughs) so I hope, I hope she can make this happen. I think, I think it would be really cool. The park we play at, uh, Lions Park in Raleigh, um, it's got, you know, one full size baseball field and a couple of smaller fields for softball and little league. But, I just think it would be so cool if, if it was like, um, you know, almost like, you know, some of the, some fitness centers you go to some gyms, you go to work out at, they have like the built-in daycare, you know, where yeah. you just like, yeah. you drop the kid off and you go get your workout in yeah. and then, uh, you pick them up on the way out. Well, like the small field at Lions could be the built-in daycare for Sandlot, right? You could, yeah. you could, I don't know, you could assign Assign one of the Sandlot ball players to be the uh, supervisor and just let the kids organize their own baseball game. And uh, you, got, you got the regular Sandlot guys, the old school guys up on the big field playing and the little kids down in the, the little field having their own good time. <laughs> That's they, great. You know, maybe they got a cooler full of root beer in the dugout. And uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Then you, got, then you got Harrison just showing up like, hey, I'm going to hang out with you guys and drink some root beer. And yeah. Like, yeah, like, man. Cool. You're in. Come on. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. You're the good <laughs> luck charm, Harrison. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I hope we can make it happen. It's it's a goal of mine. I think it would be pretty cool. I would give up I would definitely give up my uh my playing time to go down there and and see some kids yeah. try to try to organize their own game. Make sure they yeah. make sure it doesn't turn into complete chaos. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. They need, yeah, they need a little structure, right? Um, Might have yeah, to start them no. off with a, a wiffle ball bat and a wiffle ball instead of a yeah, hard right. ball. And... I think that'd be fair. Yeah. I think that's a good a good entry point, and then we can work into we can work into harder balls later. Yeah, yeah, so uh, I... yeah, and, it, and it, even even on kids like tonight, like I got got home from work, and um, Dan McClintock. Um, is religious about trying to get some, uh, uh, you know, some sort of organized, unorganized practice in on Wednesdays. And so he had sent out a message, wasn't planning on it, but I got home and I was like, Harrison, you want to go practice a little bit? Dan, Dan and uh, some other people are going to be out there. And so we, we did, we went out before, before this and uh, practice. So we're, we're taking infield and, like situational infield and like Harrison's out there. He's in, he's at second base. He was playing some center field and everything. He was just kind of part of the crew. And um, another kid showed up and was, we worked him in and it cool. was, it was really, it was really cool to kind of see them out there. Um, I mean, what a, what a confidence boost to like, you're, you're out there with the big, the big guys, um, you yeah. know, playing, playing real baseball and taking drills. Um, so I'm, I'm with you. Like I'd love, I'd love more kids to just get the exposure. I mean, I, I've coached a lot of little league and, you know, my big thing is like, I'm not, I'm not trying to make your kid a pro or a college athlete. Like I just want, I want to teach them some fundamentals and ha- make them have fun. And like where I, like I win it, if like later in life, your kid wants to go to a ball game with you, 
like, I just want them to be interested in baseball. Um, and in, you know, God forbid they love it. Like I do. Um, that would be, that would be pretty amazing. So. Well, that's awesome. I, I applaud you. I think that's really cool. Um, we went out, we've been going out with my brother-in-law who coaches young kids and he's taken a, a strong interest in teaching Julian the game. And we go out every Wednesday now and we just, we find an empty field and, and do some BP and take grounders. And sometimes we take some of his teammates out with us or some other kids that he's been working with. And Super last, cool. last week we were out and these a couple teenagers walked up to the field we were on and they're like, Hey, how long do you have the field for? I'm like, we, I was like, we, we don't have the field. <laughs> like, we're just, we just showed up and we started taking BP. I was like, you want to come take some cuts and shag some balls? And he was like, no, nah, I got some friends showing up. And, uh, I was like, well, where are they? Go get them, get them out yeah. here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Let's well, go. You know, and, and yeah. And like when you mentioned stuff like that, man, I mean, that yeah, gives me hope. Maybe, maybe, you know, baseball out there is stronger than we give it credit for. Right. Like, uh, it, yeah. it, like at that kind of level and, you know, interest level of, you know, kids just wanting to get out and get some practice in and, and, uh, and play and have fun. Like stories like that are really cool. Yeah. It's, so. it's, it was weird because I've been playing Sandlot for a little over, um, two years now, I guess. And, you know, to have somebody come up to a field that I did not rent, you know, and they clearly did not rent. And for them to yeah. just be like, Oh, you, you're on the field. So you have the field. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, I, d I don't have the field. You, you should come out here and join me on this field that neither one of us have rented. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And get some cuts, man. <laughs> yeah. But he ended up turning away and like, I don't know, maybe his buddies went and played basketball. I have no idea, but they, yeah. they didn't come back and I wish they would have. Yeah. No, I wish, I wish they would have too. That would have yeah. been, that'd have been pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're so, you know, we're, we're up on time. That's about an hour, man. We did it. I think. I don't, I don't know yeah. if any of this went to tape, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel, well, I feel like I could sit here and have this conversation for another hour. For sure. I, maybe they'll invite us back to do another one. Maybe not. I have no idea. No, they'll, just, they'll, be, <laughs> yeah, they'll be enamored. Like arts and crafts will be just take off in the Sandlot community and they'll just, they'll have to have us back. Mike. Yeah. So yeah, we did it. The arts and crafts <laughs> and Sandlot kids episode. Um, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope, you and Harrison have a good rest of your summer. We'll see you at the end of it. And, uh, we're going to make some new memories in Tulsa. Man, I'm, I couldn't be more excited that you guys are coming. Um, so definitely appreciative of that. Uh, enjoy the kudzu, wear your gear all the time around here and get questioned. Like, like what in the world is that? And <laughs> again, I have to explain how creative it is. You know, 1876, that's when kudzu got introduced that's in right. America and like all of that. I try to explain that and people are like, yeah, what's what's kudzu? I don't, and I'm it's like, very okay, invasive. Like, very <laughs> invasive. You should meet these guys. It's crazy. Like, uh, but no, um, we're excited to have you out, show you a good time, play some good baseball. Um, we couldn't be more excited. You guys want to want to come out here to Tulsa. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Mike. All right. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. Bye. Bye.
So much alone. 